Let's uh, let's talk about the Utes now. Uh, let's get out of the Smart Rain special guest line. Joining us, he covers the Utes for KSLSports.com. He's Trevor Allen with us here on the Big Show. What's going on? Or on <laughs> Jake and Ben? It's only the second time I've done that. Ben. Okay. I'm, sorry. I'm not offended. Uh, Trevor, what's going on, buddy? Jake, Ben, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. We're talking football on a Friday, man. The sun's out. It's beautiful fall weather. It's Halloween. Hey, Trevor, are we going to see uh, uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson this weekend? I mean, does it seem like uh, everything's in line for him to start for USC or UCLA, excuse me? I kind of have a feeling that uh, Chip, Chip Telly's kind of taking the Kyle Whittingham route where he's waiting until, until uh, kickoff to uh, kind of give it, you know, to, to show us his hand. But from, from what I, I've seen from all the beat writers and all that stuff, he is practicing. It's, it's in a limited capacity, which means he's probably in line to start, and Kyle Whittingham is definitely prepping for, for Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Any fear that uh, UCLA is coming to the table with, or with a, a very nice run game, a couple of uh, very capable backs? Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, when healthy, can run as well. But uh, they, uh, they used to not exactly do great against the run against the Beavs. Uh, how are they going to shore that up? Well, I mean, you're, you're going to have to look at that, that tape, and you're going to have to realize that, you know, there's, there's another capable running back. Charbonnet is right up there with, with uh, B.J. Baylor from, from Oregon State as far as top running backs in the, in the entire Pac-12. He's, he's over 700 yards already, and, you know, just especially when you have, you have, you have such a young defense. I asked Kyle Whittingham this at, at a practice on Tuesday. I said, is there a way to kind of speed up the process? Because we know how young this, this defense is, but to, for them to still be playing the way they are on defense, especially stopping the run when that is job one on, on Kyle Whittingham's defenses, and, you know, he, he said that there really isn't and that they're, they're just going to have to take their lumps. And I, I feel like that, you know, especially like, guys, we haven't seen this in a very long time, probably since I'm guessing Urban Meyer, maybe that uh, Sugar Bowl team where Utah is really productive on offense, where they're not having to rely on, on their defense and maybe turn games into a little bit of a shootout. So I, I, I think that you're kind of just going to have to take of what you can get and you're going to have to get through that first half because Devin Lloyd isn't going to be available until the second half. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you about, Trevor. What, what does that loss mean for Utah, especially against that good run game from, from UCLA, and how do the Utes manage it? Where do they go next? Well, right now, the guys that are, that are there, if, if a Nephi Sewell is still healthy, which I'm, I'm you know, guessing he is, um, he, he's, that, he's that guy who, who starts next to Devin Lloyd, you, you might end up seeing Utah just go into that nickel where you have uh, either Hayden Fury, Karene Reed, who has really come on strong. He, his, his brother is Gabe Reed, who's, who's a longtime uh, D end at, at Stanford. Um, and, you know, for him to be a walk on to come in and really kind of take that, that backup role, especially when you have a couple of, of big time recruits in, uh, in uh, Ethan Calvert and, and um, Mason Tufaga, um, he's, he's really shown out well. And, but again, walk-ons or walk-ons, it ends up taking time for them to to kind of you know really settle things down. Um, but I'm I'm going to guess that it's going to be uh, Reed and Sewell, and then with uh, Hayden Fury coming off the bench, uh, helping them out there in that backup role. Offensively, uh, Trevor, and this is more on the macro. Give me your uh, assessment of Cam Rising and what he's been able to do for this team. Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you end up looking at it. Um, he's very effective. His his uh, quarterback rating is is up there with you know top quarterbacks in the entire country. It's kind of like Tyler Huntley back in 2019. Um, the only thing you know different between uh, Cam Rising and Tyler Huntley really is is the fact that that Cam's a little bit and you know I guess, I guess we can use the uh, thick boy reference. 
um, where, you know, he is a little bit bigger. But Cam's also kind of going through that that uh, spell of what um, Tyler Huntley did. You guys know back in, in uh, 2019, Tyler Huntley would always try to, to, to run and get that, that extra yard rather than living to play another down and just slide or get out of bounds and things like that. Cam Rising's struggling with that right now, and I know that that's something the coaches are working on. But his, his uh, command of, of that offense, is, is really a, uh, a, a sight, sight to see. He's one of those guys who can tuck and run whenever he doesn't have any options available and can pick up the first down. Um, everybody on, on that football team, not even just on the offense, they love him. They love the, you know, his, his uh, personality. He's always that, that smiling, motivating guy. And uh, I, I really think that, that the, the uh, future is bright for this Utah football team for years to come. So, Trevor, Utah's got UCLA this weekend. If they beat UCLA, I mean, they finished the season with Stanford, who's the second worst in the Pac-12 North. Arizona's, you know, bottom two. I mean, they're the worst in the Pac-12 South. Colorado's the last game of the season. They're second worst in the Pac-12 South. Other than Oregon, Utah's got to feel really good. If they win this UCLA game, I mean, are they the overwhelming favorites to, to run away with the Pac-12 South? I would say yes, because you end up looking at it, uh, the, the Sun Devils and, and Bruins, and the Utes are the only teams really vying for that for that Pac-12 South title, and for you know, with them having that 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 head-to-head over the the uh, Sun Devils, for them to be able to get that that head-to-head um, tie, tiebreaker over the Bruins is huge. And, and you know, as you end up mentioning, I'm 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 going to say it because we're we're allowed to in the media. Colorado and you know going going down to Tucson, those are wins right there. I mean, they're they're both really struggling programs. Oregon is going to give Utah fits, but they're also at home. And then Stanford, I mean, Stanford's decent. I mean, but again, your record is of, of what your, you know, says you are. I just feel like that, that Utah has a ton of momentum. It was stopped by, by Oregon state a little bit. It humbled them, especially when Kyle Whittingham called his, his a defense soft. And after talking to Clark Phillips on, on face family football podcast, which will uh, drop today, um, the, the, the guys on, on that defense took that, you know, to heart and really motivated them to really get after it and put in the work this week. And uh, for them to be able to come out of, of, of this game on Saturday with a win, Ben, is, is going to be huge and probably nearly solidifies them to win the Pac-12 South. Last thing for me, Trevor, and uh, this is really more of a, a personal question, is, uh, you know, Ben and I uh, launched the show, and we get to, to know you guys there at kslsports.com a little bit better and work together. Uh, i got to ask you this. What is the best and worst part about working with Ben Anderson? What? <laughs> um, well, I, I've actually worked with, with Ben two different stops. Uh, you know, our, our, our previous job, uh, you know, prior, prior to KSL, and uh, no, Ben. Ben's one of those guys who is a really hard worker. Um, if if he was just to be able to answer his his messages back during jazz games when when we're working with him really on jazz games, I'm really bad. That, at would, that. That, that would that would that would be helpful. But other than that, no. Ben Ben does a great job. He you know to me the best in the market covering the jazz, and I'm, I'm really happy that that you guys uh, partnered up because uh, I've, I've actually been listening and it's really good stuff. And you guys are are a really good tandem. Oh man, that's nice of you to say, Trevor. How's Thanks, his, Trevor. How's, how's his hygiene? Good. I mean, I wouldn't know since I I, I see him in in person probably once three every, times like, a year, three months. Yeah, exactly. yeah, something like that. Where, All right. All right. um, and and we're usually still a little bit distant, but uh, you know, seeing him on on our on our work calls and all that, he still has hair flowing in, which 
which pisses me off because <laughs> I'm uh, I'm uh, losing mine and getting gray and. You know, it's, it's garbage. All right. Well, Trevor, listen, uh, thank you for jumping on with us, and, and we're going to make this a weekly thing, getting prepared for uh, for the college football weekend. So thank you very much, and keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. It, it, it is always good talking to you. Yeah, back at you. Trevor Allen uh, with us, uh, covers the Utes for KSLSports.com, and, of course, Mitch Harper earlier in the segment who covers the Kooks. Um, you've worked with Mitch and Trevor a couple yep. of different times. Yep. I I. It's amazing how small the sports media business is. It's it's really t- tiny. Sure. And Mitch and Trevor are both guys that I have known from afar but have not worked yep. with uh, up close. And so looking forward to getting to know those guys a little bit better. No, very fun. And that'll be, a, that'll be a fun segment every Friday to talk to both of them and check in on BYU and Utah and, you know, get a preview of their games that weekend. And, of course, read their work, kslsports.com. We are live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. They have a queen-size adjustable uh, bin, head up, foot up. With an eight-inch gel memory foam mattress, booming it out for just twelve ninety-nine. You and I could afford that easily. Yeah, split that. Go fifty-fifty. Split it. Yeah, yeah. You know, what you get it on? Uh, what Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Sure. And we'll we'll alternate Sundays, or we'll just share it seven days a week. Okay, sure. I'm moving in. Yeah, that's fine. What's we don't problem? have a ton of room, so I may need to come down your way. I've got a smaller house than you do. Uh, that's true, and you do have two children. Then you have to. Uh, Put a roof over there. Maybe we'll do the camping thing. Okay. You know, adjustable bed in the wilderness, right? We could put up a tarp. Sounds great. (laughs) All right. They have a lot of other great stuff, too. Uh, They've got uh, new items, sofa, love, and recliner. Uh, Regular price, $26.99. They have it for you right here, right now. Booming it out at $21.99. Listen, you're not going to get better prices anywhere else on the planet. And they have adjustable beds, mattresses, and furniture right here. You can take it home today. You can pick it up. It's the warehouse. We still have some jazz gear for you as well. 1825 South, 300 West. We'll get to the top three stories at kslsports.com. Coming up next, Jake and Ben, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.